What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Powerhouse Mentality Podcast. I am your host. I am Caitlin Kenna. Uh, today's episode is going to be a little bit of a free ball. And what I mean by that is that, you know, I feel like I've had a pretty interesting week as far as different lessons that I've learned in life. So I want to kind of share some stories and some thoughts that I've had over the last week that I believe will add value to your life. Or if one doesn't, I'm sure another will. You know, Life is a pretty interesting thing, and the way that I like to look at life is that everything happens for a reason. I'm a true believer in this. In fact, I've done a podcast episode on how truly I believe in that statement. So if everything happens for a reason, then we have the ability to learn lessons from every single little thing that occurs in our life. Now, some people choose to learn when they fail or when they make a mistake or just in life, they learn, and other people just kind of coast through life and they're not really intentional and they don't really pay much attention and they aren't aware of how different events and different small things can actually teach them a really good lesson or just get them thinking in in a different perspective so I like to look at life and look into things a little bit more I guess more deep Because I really truly believe that every little thing that happens, there's always a lesson there. It's like when you're watching like a Disney movie or an animated movie, there's always a lesson within the story that teaches whomever is watching it something special that they can take into their life. Now, a lot of people might not be aware of these things, obviously, but I think if you look into all of the things that happen throughout your day, like even the small little things, you're going to find that there's a lesson or a takeaway or a nugget that you can carry over into some other perspective or some other area of your life. All right, so we're going to start off with uh, the funniest story because I want you guys to know who I am as a person, and this is basically who I am. This defines me. I'm the person who makes the littlest mistakes that you would think, wow, there's no way that would happen, but it always happens to me. And you know what? I don't look at it as, oh, poor me. Fuck, I suck. I need to just get my shit together. I think of it as, okay, it's important to learn to laugh at yourself and understand that like humans make mistakes. Like nobody is perfect. And if somebody thinks they're perfect, then I would challenge them that they're not pushing themselves hard enough in life. Now, yesterday was Stone's birthday. Stone's birthday is June 19th. And about a week and a half ago, I was like, okay, I need to order Stone's birthday gift. So that way it comes in time and I have plenty of time, right? So one Good job doing that, Caitlin, because you needed the time, and you'll see why. Um, So I went on Amazon, and he's wanted a record player for a really long time. So I was looking for a really good record player, um, one that I think he would really like based on, you know, he likes cars, he likes old-timey things, vintage stuff. And I wanted to pick him out two records or two vinyls to go with that based on what music he appreciates most now I'm not going to say it on the podcast what I got him specifically because it still hasn't arrived and again I'll get to that um so 
I was in a rush when I was ordering it because I was getting ready to get on another meeting and I wanted to just get it out of the way, get it ordered so that way I didn't continue to put it off. And then all of a sudden, oh shit, tomorrow's his birthday and I haven't ordered it yet. Um, So I ordered it and I did not check the address that it went to. So about four days later, I was like, oh, his package was supposed to come today. I wonder if it's delayed. And then I checked my email and it said delivered. And I was like, "Mm, fuck. So I checked the address and it was delivered to our old address in Cary, North Carolina. We are in Florida. I am nowhere near Cary, North Carolina. Luckily, I have a really good friend, Nolly, who still lives in that apartment complex, who was able to save the day and was able to gather the packages and send them to me. She sent them to me yesterday, so they're going to be here tomorrow, um, a week and a half later than they should have and he didn't get his birthday gifts in time but he knows he's getting something so that's all that matters now the lesson that I learned here is one slow the fuck down right it's important to check details because even the little details matter right you make one little mistake and when you don't pay attention to the details it can lead to bigger mistakes down the line and that goes to everything like as simple as making sure you hit send when you're typing out an important text message, making sure you cross your T's and dot your I's when it comes to emails and making sure that you're getting your point across when it comes to the little things, because how you do the little things is how you do everything. So slow down when you're trying to order something, slow down. There's no rush. And a lot of us put that rush and that pressure on ourselves when there really is no rush. Uh, Some people go throughout life and they feel like they're always rushing when in all reality, what they need to do is be present and slow the fuck down, all right? Another lesson is, hey, we all make mistakes. And immediately when I realized that I made the mistake, I actually didn't freak out. I took a breath and I was like, well, there has to be some sort of a solution, right? Because everything has a solution. But the problem is that everybody views these things as problems. So I learned from my mentor and my boss, Kevin, that there are no problems, only solutions. And that's something that I take into every area of my life and I preach it to my clients all the time. No problems, only solutions. Because when you can look at something that appears to be a problem, you can one, make the decision to freak the fuck out, waste a lot of time and energy and not get anything done. Or you can freak out a little bit because we're always gonna have that emotional response, but then take hold of that emotion And instead of looking at it as a problem and how shitty the situation is, you look at it as, okay, I fucked up or okay, this didn't work out. What's the solution? Because there is always a solution. The majority of the time when people can't find one, it's because they're not looking hard enough or they give up too soon. So next time you make a mistake like I did, one, choose to learn from it and grow from it because we all fail. We all fuck up. We all make mistakes. I say that all the time but we all make we all get the decision of whether or not we are actually going to fail forward or if we're going to continue to make the same mistake and never learn from it you're allowed to make mistakes you're just never you're not allowed to make the same mistake multiple multiple times because at that point then you're just being stupid so learn from your mistakes no problems only solutions humans aren't perfect so when you do mess up relax move forward and learn from that mistake all right so Stone's going to get his record player tomorrow, and I'm damn excited for him to get it because I know he's going to love it. Um, Now, moving on to the second lesson of the week, and now there's going to be three lessons in total, so stick around. The second one comes from my training session yesterday. So yesterday was Monday, and every single Monday, if you follow me on Instagram, you already know that 
Monday is 40-minute imam day. So imam, for those of you who don't know, is a CrossFit term of every minute on the minute. So I'll use an example. If you're doing a 10-minute imam of squats, just body weight air squats, which is a phenomenal workout, by the way, if you're looking for something to do very quick and efficient. So you would do, for example, every minute on the minute, 30 seconds air squats, as many as possible, right? You would do, for the first 30 seconds of that minute, you would do as many air squats as possible. Then you would rest until the next minute begins and you would restart exactly from where you left off. So for my 40-minute imam, usually it's four movements where you cycle through them, so you're doing 10 rounds of each movement, right? So it, it varies, obviously, because I'm working with a coach who is progressing me through my training, Uh, But the previous week, it was, trying to think, it was a 15-calorie row, and then the second minute, it was 60 single-unders, and then the third minute, it was 15 GHD sit-ups, and then the fourth minute, it was five power cleans at, I can't remember the weight, but at a certain weight. So you would cycle through that for 40 minutes, and if you didn't complete the movement in the minute that you were supposed to, then you fucking fail, okay? So that's that's important, okay? Remember that, very important. If, for example, I told you, hey, we're gonna do an EMOM and you're gonna have to do a 15-calorie row, if you don't finish that 15-calorie row in a minute, then you fail and you lower the, the reps or you fail and that's the end of your workout. Hopefully you don't fail. So that's why it's important to have good programming and somebody who knows you and is able to progress you properly because there has to be intent and intent intentional intensity behind your training. All right. So yesterday's 40 minute imam was a little bit different. Like I said, usually it's either four minutes or I'm sorry, four movements done 10 rounds, or sometimes we do five movements done for eight rounds. Those suck. Uh, yesterday it was completely different. It was eight movements for five rounds. So as I went through it, I realized how awful it truly was. Now, Let me try and remember the movements because I know somebody's going to probably want to know. It's a good workout if you want to try it. So the first minute, it was a 16-calorie bike erg. The second minute, it was 60 single unders. The third minute, it was 15 GHD sit-ups. The fourth minute was five thrusters. The... What, what am I on? The fifth minute? Yeah, the fifth minute was uh, eight shuttle runs down and back equals one. And then the sixth minute was a 12 cal row. And the seventh minute was a uh, 10 power cleans at the same weight that you did the thruster. But I forgot. Um, after the thruster between the shuttle runs, there was another thing that you did, which was 10 pull-ups and 10 dumbbell curls in the same minute. So I'll put the workout down below since nobody's going to remember that since I fucked it up completely. Hey, you know what? We learn and I'm not going to edit this because this is raw and real. All right. So basically I finished the EMOM. It sucked. It always does, but I don't train for it to be easy. I train knowing that it's going to be brutal, knowing that it's going to challenge me in order to make me better so that I can compete and be the athlete that I want to be. All right. So if you're going into a training session, you're expectations are that it should be easy, then you're not doing it right. And you should probably rethink your goals. So at the end of the workout, I kind of started thinking a little bit about how imams relate to life. 
so during an imam, if I told you, you have to do every minute on the minute, you have to do as many burpees as possible in 30 seconds for 10 minutes. During that imam, you're not thinking about anything but burpees. You're completely present with aggressive paces. So you have to go because if you don't go, if you slow down, you fucking fail. You miss. And there's no room for error. So, for example, yesterday with the first minute being a 16-calorie bike erg, that was pushing it for me. So I had to do a sprint. And if I slowed down even a little bit, it could have potentially led to me failing. And I'm not about that. If I have control over how hard I push myself, then there's no one to blame but me. Right? So you miss out. There's no room for error. And you have to be 100% intentional. And that's how most people have to live or should be living their life but aren't. Most people, like I said earlier, they kind of go throughout life and they're coasting. They're just kind of existing. And they're not truly living. They're not present. They're not being aggressive. They're just, meh, maybe... I'll accomplish my goals. Maybe I'll go all in. But then they end up going half in and a half out and they never actually accomplish anything and they don't pass the minute, right? They fail that imam because they're not present and they're not aggressive. So what you need to do is you need to be present in your life and you need to be going at aggressive paces. And sorry, Kane is barking. Kane, please stop barking. The UPS man is here backing into our driveway for some reason again I do not edit these podcasts one because I I simply don't want to take the time to do it um two again it's real life dogs bark so guys what I'm trying to say is that during an imam you should relate it to life there's no room for error you have to be present you can't slow down because if you slow down then you're going to fail If you slow down, if you take your foot off the gas pedal when it matters most, you're just going to be the same person you've always been. Why not instead you push a little bit when things become uncomfortable? Because most of the time, the reason why people never accomplish what they want to accomplish in life is because when things get a little bit uncomfortable, they let off the gas. Don't do that. Next time things get uncomfortable, lean into that resistance. Push a little bit harder than you would have normally pushed. Do something that you don't think you can do. Be aggressive with how you push yourself in life. Not so aggressive to the point where you're hurting yourself and you're, you know, burning yourself out and shit. Be strategic with this. But too many people live in a comfortable place. Too many people are too comfortable. And when they get a little bit uncomfortable, they start to fucking freak out and they don't know how to handle it. The person who's going to be the most successful, and I heard Matt Frazier say this, Matt Frazier, an incredible CrossFit athlete who's won the CrossFit game five times, okay? He said the athlete who wins is the athlete who's able to get their heart rate up to 180 and not panic. What happens for most people in life is they get their heart rate, figuratively, up to 180 and they fucking panic and they can't hold their shit together so they slow down or they stop or they quit. Don't do that. Next time things get a little bit emotional, where things get a little bit crazy, where things get a little bit uncomfortable and you want to quit, don't. Try it. You'll shock yourself with what you can do. Most of the time we stop ourselves far before we need to. We think we're at our ceiling when in all reality that ceiling is all the way across the street. 
We haven't even come close to it. And then the third lesson, guys, is traits versus skills. So a lot of people, you know, I get this, I get this all the time. Oh, I wish I had the discipline that you had when it comes to working out. I wish I was as lucky as you were. First of all, it ain't luck. Luck isn't, isn't a thing when it comes to success. Nobody lucks their way to success. Nobody lucks their way to good results. They fucking work for it. So you have to think of traits versus skills. I wasn't born with discipline. I wasn't always disciplined. All the people who you look up to who have discipline or who have all of these things that you wish you had, all these assets like grit, fortitude, determination, drive, ambition, that are requires requirements to have success, they weren't born with it. They didn't just have it land in their lap one day. Anyone can accomplish anything they want. But they have to build those skills. If you want to achieve anything great in life, you have to have ambition, drive, discipline, grit, fortitude, and give yourself zero compromise. But those things aren't things that just land on your lap. You have to work for them. You have to build them. They are skills, not traits. So we'll use discipline as an example here. If you want to build discipline, you have to do shit that you don't want to do. And when you do them, you build a little discipline. Now, if you stop doing hard shit, you stop building discipline and you actually lose discipline. Because all of these skills, if you don't work on them, they get worse. That's like if I were to work on free throws all day, if I was shooting free throws all day for basketball, and I stopped working on them for a year, and then started doing it again, I'm not going to be good at free throws anymore. Maybe I'll have a little bit of muscle memory, right? It comes back a little bit easier. But that first time I start shooting free throws, they're going to be bricks. It's the same thing with discipline. If you stop working on discipline because you stop doing hard shit, you're going to lose that discipline. It's a perishable skill. You have to nourish it. You have to feed it. You have to protect it. An analogy for this is the bamboo tree. Okay, so a bamboo tree, you plant it, and it takes five years, five fucking years, until it even sprouts. And then after it sprouts, it comes up in about eight weeks. So if five weeks into feeding it, nourishing it, protecting it, taking care of it, you said, ah, fuck this, I give up, then you're never going to actually be able to see it bloom and grow and flourish. That's like any of your goals that you have. If you don't have the discipline to continue to nourish your goals when you're not seeing an immediate return on investment, then what's the point? You're never going to actually see results because the journey, yes, it's a marathon, not a sprint, but you have to be aggressive because the person who runs the marathon the fastest wins. Remember that. So when it comes to your goals, you have to be okay with nourishing, feeding, protecting your goals, and putting in the work, even though you may not see return on investment for a long time. But you have to stick with it. You have to keep going. This happens to me a lot. In fact, I had a moment last week where I actually said to my coach, Eric, I said, you know, I feel like lately with my training, 
like all of the hard work that I've done is just hitting me all at once. And that's kind of how it works. You'll go through a very long period of time where you're working really fucking hard and you're putting in a lot of hours, blood, sweat, tears, you're working, but you feel like you're stuck and you feel like you're not making the progress that you want to make. Like maybe you're seeing glimpses of it, but you're not really getting what you believe you should out of it. Keep going. Trust the fucking process. Most people don't trust the process because they don't believe in themselves. So they think that they always have to question it and then they end up sabotaging themselves. Instead, have the discipline to continue to work on something because the discipline that you build in the process of achieving a goal is invaluable. Like I, if I could snap my fingers and give you whatever you want in life, it would be meaningless. You wouldn't be happy. You wouldn't be fulfilled because the journey is where you build all of those skills that are going to make you better and better and better and allow you to become the best version of yourself. And the best version of yourself, there is no cap. There is no ceiling to that. You just continue to get better and you continue to level up. I truly believe that nobody has a limit. Nobody has a ceiling. Most people create their own ceiling and they sabotage themselves. Because they stop working on these skills. Because, oh, I reached a goal. Cool. Let me just ease it on the the gas a little bit. Nah. Once you hit a goal, make another one. And another one. And another one. And some people might be like, well, then how am I ever going to be happy if I always hit a goal and then there's more to be had? You find fulfillment in the actions that you take throughout life. You don't find fulfillment by achieving something. That's like, how many times have you seen somebody or have you had this happen to yourself where you say, oh, I'll be happy once I make the money, once I get the relationship, once I lose the weight. And then you do it and you're not any fucking happier. It happens to so many people. People reach a goal and then they fall into depression because it's not what they expected it to be. Because instead of creating their own happiness, they were relying on something to produce it when we create it. So work on these skills, discipline, grit, fortitude, ambition, drive, happiness, fulfillment. You work on those every single day, confidence. You build those every single day. You earn those every single day through your actions. Through your actions, through your attitude, through your efforts. And nobody can take that away from you. So guys, I hope that you learned something from this podcast. If you did, please share it. And if you have anything that you want me to cover on the next episode of the podcast, shoot me an email, shoot me an Instagram message. I'm always here to help. But other than that, guys, go out and do one thing today that's going to take you one step closer to where you want to be.